Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The YouTube channel is a go. We are streaming live right now. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Of course, you can always listen to us, Perloff, just on CBS Sports Radio. So two great ways to find us. We're also on Sirius XM Channel 158, the free Odyssey app. But we're excited today because for people who watched us on television on CBS Sports Network, now you can come hang with us again just on YouTube. Yeah, no, I'm getting nothing but love for my new look. 2023 Pearl Off. <laughs> uh, smart casual, I think is the word. Sure, yeah. So I decided to go outside the box and wear a hoodie today. Just compared <laughs> to the 347 days last year that I wore it. No, I mean, here's the big deal. Next, tomorrow's the real test. Tomorrow's when the rubber meets the road. Can I get away with sweatpants on YouTube? That's what everybody wants to know, Maggie. I mean... I think so. Or no pants. Yeah, I was going to say, do we do a thing Ooh. every day? Guess what's like on the lower half, which <laughs> I, we got to workshop that title. Yeah, we might, <laughs> we might want to talk to legal about that first. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is Perloff possibly wearing in lieu of jeans? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm no jeans this year. It's either going to be. You're jean free. Yeah, I'm not, I, I don't really, it's funny. I don't wear jeans as much anymore. Have you guys ever had that point in your life where you just said, you know what? You're I'm giving bored up. Of, no, I I've go. I rather go khaki or sweats or. This is the Jim Harbaugh collection. Now there's sweats, like everybody it's like opposite, like dress pants or shorts. Well, everyone wears Lululemon kind of pants, sweatpants things. Yeah, you guys have gotten this uh, athleisure for men yes. that's really taken off. Uh, yeah, what is that? It's all wicking material. I yeah. think your whole ninety percent of your wardrobes are just no, wicked. I have a bunch of wicking pants now, <laughs> so if we're in a rainstorm, they'll be very helpful. Yeah, lucky you. I think dump that by the way. Wicking pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're on YouTube now. Just leave it. <laughs> No rules. Anything goes. Um, No rules for the Cowboys. No expectations now, I should say, for the Cowboys after what happened yesterday. And, you know, Perloff, it's not just about losing to the Commanders and Jerry Jones saying they got embarrassed yesterday, which is all true. It's not just about that. It's been about the last few weeks here for the Cowboys. Okay. Explain. They haven't been playing well. Well, okay. Would you like me to go into more detail? They haven't been playing well, but make up your mind, Cowboy haters. Is it the team has not been playing well or Dak has not been playing well? Because just three weeks ago, I was sitting in the studio and people were throwing these analytics about me. How with Dak Prescott under center, the Cowboys were the best offense in the NFL and it wasn't even close. And now Dak apparently can't do anything right. So how could it change so quickly? Because numbers lie. And 
the but Dak Prescott oh, numbers on. and the Dak Prescott numbers. I, I think that the interceptions where a lot of them could have been explained away, right? Bad ones against the Jags where they lose in overtime, but we explained a lot of those away. It looked like receivers are dropping passes, other stuff. What, the the problem is they that? continue to build. So like, Ooh. obviously you haven't addressed the problem because he continues to throw bad picks. I'm not putting it all on Dak Prescott. I'm just saying I was someone who was a massive Cowboys believer, but who's feeling good about the way they're trending? You know, you you basically go, you know, starts with Indianapolis. You go back to Indy, that score is lopsided, but we all know that 54 to 19 didn't tell the story there. That was a close game in the second half. Houston Little did we know Houston was going to take Kansas City to overtime the next week, but that was a dogfight. They lose in overtime to Jacksonville because and of their own mistakes. Dak, Philadelphia Dak they did can't... not have a bad game against Jacksonville. Okay, well, Philadelphia with Gardner Minshew not playing particularly well. They squeak that out to one Dak, score game. Yeah, but you see what Dak did in that game? He was unbelievable. He Ten- was perfect. Tennessee playing Josh Dobbs, who'd basically gotten to the team like five minutes before, and that was a, a game that was too close for comfort. They end up winning. And then yesterday, they lay an egg against against the commanders who are playing for absolutely nothing. Sam Howell was the quarterback yesterday. There was not a single point of that Titans game where they were anything less than a 98% chance of winning that game. That was an exhibition game. The Titans were barely even trying on that Thursday night. Think about what you're saying. They were barely trying, yes. and the Cowboys still, they won 27-13. They did not look so impressive. No, they couldn't no, even no. go for style points because in that why game. Why would you? You can't get up for a random Thursday game that means nothing to you or the other team. Everyone knew the Eagles were going to get the number one seed. Honestly, I think it would be a big mistake to judge the Cowboys on that Washington game because there really was no incentive. This is not a team that can't go out there with something to win. Okay, it's something you, to play for. They're just not that good. I'll tell you who really didn't have an incentive yesterday. The Washington Commanders. Who really didn't have an incentive yesterday? The Detroit Lions. Who really didn't have an incentive yesterday? No, no. The Denver Broncos. Those who, teams were fired up. Uh, why weren't the Cowboys fired up? Because they were playing for nothing. They clearly had bigger issues on their mind. They're obviously thinking about Tampa Bay next week and the Eagles the week after that, which they should be thinking about. That game meant, first of all, Washington has those games against Dallas where Washington just beats up the Cowboys. It's happened on and off at different times. Washington's not a good team, Perloff, and they're playing a guy who hadn't taken a snap in a professional game at quarterback. I mean, you're so wait, supposed to be you, a great okay. defense if you're the Dallas Cowboys. I just I get why people are concerned. I mean, you're supposed to be a great defense if you're the Dallas yeah. Cowboys. That wasn't a good showing yesterday, and it hasn't been for the last few weeks. Well, I actually saw some numbers. Apparently, they can't play defense on natural grass. No, that was uh, a <laughs> yeah. Jason Garrett said that last night. <laughs> yes. yes. There's uh, numbers to back that up, too, I'm sure. Yeah, just yeah, go so on the field that could be see explained. what the score is. Do you guys are you guys old Has enough to remember? Has that ever been a storyline before? I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I could see teams play so different on turf and grass. Now, do you guys remember, it's a long, long time ago when Micah Parsons was really good at football and was a factor. <laughs> what happened there? Well, I mean, he was he's still a good football player. It's just that I, I think other teams are either game planning for him or he's been easy to take out, easier, not easy, easier to take out of games. Okay, but let me, you're doing revisionist history. Because three weeks ago, you did not know that Dak Prescott was in trouble. I think that he could be hurt. He hurt his knee against... Tennessee on Thursday night. They said it was hyperextended. He just did not look like himself yesterday. He looked totally indecisive and a little wobbly. So we'll see. That being said, I'm more terrified of the Cowboys because the NFC playoff field, look at the quarterbacks in the NFC playoff field. You're telling me that you would take Brock Purdy and injured Jalen Hurts. Go down the list. Tom Brady, the ghost of Tom Brady. It's a bunch of weird quarterbacks 
I, I think to count out Dallas right now because of the way they played on Sunday would be a really bad mistake. Okay, so I am not putting this all on Dak Prescott. What I'm putting this on is the Dallas Cowboys cannot win a game if you are going to have 27 carries for 64 yards on the ground. That's, oh, that's, yes. that's not how they play. And that's going to be the biggest issue. Now, can somehow the Tampa Bay Bucks defense, who used to be good at stopping the run and they kind of went away from it, and maybe they're back a little bit, but we're not really sure, are they going to be able to really ground the run game in the way that it was yesterday? I mean, the commanders just took it away. And I know Pollard's been dealing with the hamstring, but you got nothing from Elliott. You got nothing from Pollard. You got Malik Davis out there with five carries. I mean, how about this? One, two, three, four. The fifth leading rusher for Dallas yesterday was the punter. Was anger because he had to run with the ball <laughs> after he made a mistake. <laughs> like, if they can't get the ground game going, then it, the offense becomes way either too predictable, Dak gets too aggressive and starts throwing bad picks. That's where it's curtains for the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a mystery. Do you know what Tampa Bay team is going to show up for this game? It's not like the Tampa Bay looks so good against Atlanta. Not, I know Tom only played part of the game. Yeah. But even when Tom was out there, they looked about the same level as Atlanta. I didn't see that as a dangerous team, although a lot of guys have come back healthy. Well, the thing is, is you're talking about teams that didn't have anything to play for. I mean, the Bucks had nothing to play for. Yeah. So it's a little bit different. Dallas was still technically alive for the number one overall seed. Yes, I mean, I Blaine Gabbergon for the game. What do you mean they had nothing to play for? Wait, wait, wait. By the way, can we just talk about that Dallas being alive? Do you think Dallas didn't know that the Eagles were going to beat Davis Webb and the Giants? I don't think Dallas was playing for anything. So here's, but here's the one caveat. You had no idea what Jalen Hurts' shoulder was going to be in that game. If he got knocked out of the game, all of a sudden now you have a Gardner Minshew against the New York Giants. The Giants were actually trying. They didn't play anybody, and they still were, what, it was 19-0, I think, was the biggest, and then they scored some late touchdowns. First of all, Gardner Minshew would have been favored by 12 points over the Giants. It was 19-0, and the Eagles just went comatose. They just stopped trying altogether. It was like, this game is over. It wasn't odd. I mean, it's hard to play with a, a lead against a team that's just sort of chugging along like that. So, you know, I, I don't think that game was ever in danger, and I don't think Dallas felt like they were playing for anything. I think you're going to see a totally different Okay, Dallas but then team. you can't have it both ways, because if you're saying that Dallas, oh, they knew that they weren't going to get the number one overall seed, this didn't mean anything to them, knew that. then why did Dak Prescott play? That, well, I'm, listen, you have to play. <laughs> no. Why? Especially just if you think he might be hurt? There's a 5% chance. Through that, 37 passes yesterday. If there's a 5% chance, you have to play him. But I don't think the Cowboys were up. And listen, the Cowboys are not the kind of team where if they're not 100% focused and motivated, it's good enough to just play at a high level. I don't know what happened to Dak. I don't know why he threw that pick six. One play after he almost threw the identical pick six right there. I don't know why he's throwing so many interceptions. I think he's hurt. Uh, again, he hurt his knee in this week This would have 17. been the perfect time to rest him. Yeah. I, I, all right. Listen, I don't know. Let me ask you one more quick question. Yeah. Cowboys lose to the Bucks. Yeah, Mike Let's McCarthy. Talk about that on Mike Black McCarthy Monday. on a hot seat all of a sudden. It, Sean Payton back in play. I think Sean Payton is back in play. I think yeah. they've been waiting for a way for Sean Payton to get back in play, and I think that you could just not just say if they lose to Tampa. I think it would get rolled into just how the end of the season. Looked. Big time. Yeah. Big. Th- they they have some pressure in this game. Do you think Sean Payton wants that job though? Because he's the cream mm. of the crop here. We're already hearing that he's going to have a. Uh, well, I mean, interview in Denver. Yeah, I know. Cream of the crop. If the Chargers don't come open, then I don't think there are any really, really great jobs. Arizona is not a great job. Or the Rams. That's a terrible job. Sean McVay doesn't want to stick around for a rebuild. You think Sean Payton wants to go there? <laughs> it's a little tough. <laughs>
Yeah, I think you owe Stafford like $100 million next year. But you got your Super Bowl out of it. Yeah, it was well worth it. But I do think that that's a flawed roster. I think Dallas is better than those two jobs. Yeah, it's just you got to deal with Jerry. And I don't know if that's yeah. a plus for some people, and it's probably a minus for others. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Jay is in Dallas. Jay, what do you think about your team? Hey, how y'all doing? Um, just real quick, I think something that's not talked about enough is how Des- Dak Prescott, he can't beat any good teams with a good quarterback. Like I said, Tom Brady's undefeated against us. Uh, we can't beat Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he had trouble with Kyler Murray. I mean, the list goes on. And so I really don't have any hope going into the playoffs, but I just I just feel like that's something that needs to be talked more about. Man. Interesting. Uh, Jay, appreciate that. I mean, more on the defense, right? That they can't stop any good quarterbacks. But Yeah, I mean, listen, they can they can beat Eagles backups, that's for sure. That goes <laughs> off against guys like Gardner. For them. Oh, I'm sure people like Jay are going to feel totally great now. Yeah, Dak is uh, on fire against the Eagles, but he hasn't really played a fully dialed-in Eagles team yet. That That's true. I mean, everything you're saying negative about the truth. People are calling me a Cowboys apologist in the YouTube chat. That's a label. By the way, you were the original... You're the one who was all high on the I Cowboys. cashed out my bet. I cashed it out weeks ago. I made a, a whopping yeah. $14 on that bet. <laughs> I think everything I was saying, after week one, the Cowboys lose to the Bucks 19-3, and I said, this team is done. Dak Prescott doesn't know these targets. Ezekiel Elliott is washed up. The offensive line is too tumultuous, and the defense isn't going to be good enough to carry them. All that is now true. <laughs> <laughs> so your prediction from week one just came true in week 18. And I hate to get into this. Your offensive line take, I saw a CBS uh, pregame show take on the the instability on the Cowboys line is killing them right now. Which is ironic because Tyron yeah. Smith is back. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Th- then the other guys, there were a bunch of guys on there I hadn't heard of. So <laughs> I don't know if that's true necessarily, but that could be a, another problem for them. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let's sneak in our buddy Mike's in California. Hey, Mike, what's up? Hey, guys, how's it going today? Doing great. How you been? Good. Like, like in the new YouTube channel. Oh, appreciate um, you. Hey, so everybody keeps talking about Sean Payton going here and Sean Payton going there, but everybody seems to keep forgetting that Sean Payton still is under contract with the Saints for another year, and it's not costing them Ooh, anything yeah. to get the best deal they can possibly get. So short of somebody coming in with a first-round pick that doesn't need to use it for a quarterback, probably isn't going to get it. So I think Arizona and Denver are probably the only two teams and maybe the Cowboys that have any chance of getting him because they don't need a quarterback per se. They need other stuff instead. But I don't see anybody who's really going to be able to put up the good enough offer for to take him. You know, Mike, it's a good point. Appreciate you making it. Um, it just depends, though, if you want if a team's going to draft a quarterback with Sean Payton or if he like lures a veteran if he was maybe really thinking about uh, – Right, starting over. I, the problem is Arizona, for example, is number three. You can't give up the number three pick for Sean Payton. Denver has that Bradley Chubb pick, which is, let me see, 20, what's it, what pick? Wherever Miami is, in the 20s. So that is good, Sean Payton. You can't give up a top five pick for Sean Payton, right? I love Sean Payton, but there's no way you're doing that. Well, why couldn't you just do a future one? Do we? Does it have to be the one that year? Great question. Um, here is Sean Payton. So a little interesting kind of thing they did yesterday, Perloff, with uh, our friend Peter Schrager on Fox, where they basically broke the fourth wall. Schrager is there with Sean Payton, literally asking about his contract situation. I have two years left on a contract with New Orleans, so 23 this upcoming year and 24. Any team 
that would want to inquire or speak with me can do so. They just need permission from the Saints. And then down the road, if that's something that materializes into anything else, then there would be compensation required, much like a player trade. Could it be a future, like an NBA trade? <laughs> a future first? Oh, they. by the way, uh, Denver has a 29th pick from San Francisco. I don't even know how. Somehow they got that in the... It's part of the Trey Lance trade. Then Bradley Chubb went to Miami. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a real issue here. I think one I love the rumor last week that both Sean Payton and Tom Brady were going to go to New Orleans, and you said it's because they don't have to give up the first rounder totally. to get them. But th- there's not going to be – you don't have vacancies with amazing quarterback situations. It rarely, rarely happens, right? Because if you have an amazing quarterback, you're going to win enough games. I don't think any of the va- – I don't think Russell Wilson right now is an amazing situation. I don't think Kyler Murray is a good situation. I do think Dak Prescott with, with Sean Payton would be pretty good. I think that would be a really good situation. Also, it just sort of feels like, isn't that where all roads have kind of been leading right, this whole we, time because of Jerry's love for Sean Payton? But then we got sort of sidetracked by warm weather destinations and the everyone was dreaming warm. about the Chargers. I know, but remember we started talking about all these other teams. And we got and Mike McCarthy was winning. Well, that's what got sidetracked. Yeah, Dallas that's, won that's 12 it. games again this year. That's what ultimately sidetracked it. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Love that some of our regulars like Mike and California are checking in today as we start the YouTube channel. So, of course, we're on CBS Sports Radio coast to coast. You can listen to us on all your favorite radio stations on Sirius XM Channel 158 on the free Odyssey app. But also, we're now live on YouTube every single day. This is where you can find us, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Perloff looking very chic today. Uh, myself trying to hang on for dear life. No, we are gorgeous. We're here in the chat. We're ready to talk. Come hang out with us today. Tony in the chat says we should switch outfits. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Mine's a midriff, so I don't think it's going to work for you today. Well, uh, it's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> we really want to get some old followers in the chat. There we go. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up, against the Grainers, get ready. Perloff's got a doozy for you next. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. All right, now we got this new YouTube channel where you can come watch the show 
YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, but now we realize we probably need a little makeup for one of us. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not naming any names. Wait, you saying <laughs> <Andrew? laughs> No, we're both shiny. We need some makeup. I'm going to get on it. Stat. Nobody cares, Maggie. This is radio on YouTube. You want you want to give them the <laughs> real thing. Everybody I cares. refuse. Yes. Now, I think you look amazing on there. I think I look average, which is for me amazing. So I'm really happy. I think we're we're smoking hot today. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Come hang out with us. Uh, we've got Perloff going against the grain, but just one moment. Quickly, let's go to Jeff in Indianapolis. Jeff, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing great. Uh, I'm, a, I'm not a mathematician, but let me work this out real quick. <laughs> That's always a, this is that always a bad get, way to start a call. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the, the game that didn't get played, the NFL says Buffalo didn't lose, but they gave all the scenarios as if they did. They're giving Kansas City number one and the Cincinnati winning their division. My question is this. If they would have played the season out at the end of all the games, took one win away from every team in the NFL except Cincinnati and Buffalo, no scenario would have changed at the end of the season. Okay. Huh? <laughs> Wait, but you said that they, they didn't take a change anything. They gave the Bills a neutral AFC title game, so they gave them that, something. That doesn't, that doesn't help. We How does that, that not help? help? Both teams are going to travel. Both fans are going to travel. It's not going to make that much of a difference. But it's definitely positive. It's better than playing in Kansas City. But on the field, nothing changes. As far as crowd noise goes, maybe. But it's not not as big as a bye, a rest, no injuries in a game, all that stuff. That is huge. Yeah. So if they just take one win away from every team but them, the stats for the game still stays, all that stuff. Just for seeding in the playoffs, all they had to do was take one win away from every team but Cincinnati and Buffalo, and nothing changes in the scenario. You know, Jeff, the year. We, we were talking about this a little bit, and thank you for the call. We were talking about this a little bit last week when some of these scenarios were coming around, and I got to give uh, credit to some of the gambling shows and websites that we talk about. That could be problematic, taking a win away in terms of over-under bets that get made before the season that could have some implications there. So I think while I understand the logic behind it, I I don't, I think it would just be a little complicated. And I I think you're right. I think the AFC championship game on a neutral site was sort of a make good because the Bills base were not able to get the number one overall seed. Yeah, but I I just disagree with the fact you can't say they got nothing because they easily could have lost that game to the Bengals. In fact, the Bengals looked, Kind of the Bengals are one of the best teams in the NFL, hands down, right now. Yeah, I think that, and the Bengals came out in that game, and they looked like they were going to be dangerous. They looked like they were going to slow down. So, I mean, who knows what would happen in the game? Yeah, they played uh, nine minutes. Yeah, I mean, the Bills could have lost that game, so they get something out of this theoretically. I mean, listen, the Kansas City and Buffalo are not in the AFC title game yet. I feel like when we make these elaborate scenarios and all these rule changes. The universe says, nah, you know what? It's just going to go down some completely other way. Yeah, watch. It's going to be like the Chargers and the yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bengals. But the other thing is you saw uh, Joe Mixon yesterday. He scores a touchdown, and then the celebration was he found got, brought a quarter out of his sock yeah. and essentially did a coin toss and then kicked the coin like into the second row. Yeah. And- kind of showing what the Bengals thought of that whole idea about if they had lost to the Ravens, then they would add a coin toss to see who hosted the playoff game. Uh, that annoyed me. Because Zach Taylor was making, the coach was making a big deal out of that. 
just and the Ravens all but announced we are not trying in any way whatsoever in this game Sunday. So the Bengals knew they're playing a B team. The Ravens basically said, listen, we know we're playing you again next week. We don't care where it is. We are going to show you completely nothing. Vanilla is possible on offense. Get, went with Anthony Brown, the undrafted rookie, yep. had no interest in winning the game. And yet the Bengals are all angry because of some coin toss. Like, what is Joe Mixon talking about? Just win the game ahead of you. Well, and it was never in doubt. I mean, they won that game going away. Is there a, a team in the NFL playoffs that you would call a sleeper more or like a unknown more than the Ravens right now? Ravens are the sixth seed. They get to play their division rival in the wild super wild card weekend. Haven't seen Lamar Jackson in two months. No clue what this team is going to look like, what this game is going to look like. Nothing. Yeah. No, I, I don't know if their sleeper implies that they have a chance to go all the way. I'd be shocked. If there's a, anyone who picks them to win this game, I'd be stunned. I mean, I might. Just the, the on Ravens the Lamar to, comeback. To win the game? Well, I, actually, <laughs> you and I have our 10 betting commandments, yeah, yeah. and one of us, thou shall not bet against Joe Burrow. So okay. I, think well, we have I mean, seriously, that. would you pick the Ravens to win that? No, I'm just saying that out of all the playoff teams, they're the greatest unknown. Yeah, but I'll bet you if there are 100 analysts picking this game, 100 pick the Bengals. Well, we know sometimes that ends up being wrong. Um, Definitely. And it is a divisional game, and they're tough. You're right. We know nothing about what... I don't think Lamar Jackson's going to play. And we'll see. Pract- the you don't big- think he's going to play? Well, the big practice is Wednesday. If he's not practicing on Wednesday, there's no reason to expect him to play. He hasn't played in well over a month. What what can you expect out of him? I thought that maybe they were just being extra cautious here at the end for the playoffs. Yeah, because they clinched like a playoff spot weeks ago. Like the Ravens, I don't remember one game they won. <laughs> well, they but, had this terrible, terrible schedule. They beat Atlanta 17-9. Yeah, but they still have their own division to play. I know Cleveland is not very good this year, but the Bengals are good. They beat them earlier in the season. I mm. guess that's one I remember. Right, but when, when Lamar started to sort of struggle a little yeah. bit, their schedule got really easy. It's so hard to evaluate them right now. I just, I just don't think a rusty Lamar. There's no way. How is he gonna have rhythm? I don't understand. Like, how is that passing well, game gonna work? I don't know. Well, the passing game never works. It's the Ravens. They don't pass and, the and ball they, anyway. And that's why they've never won in the playoffs. But think about what the narratives were for the Ravens. It's like they were blowing all these double-digit leads. Yeah. Remember that was it. And then Lamar kind of gets on a bit of a heater, and then he gets hurt, and now we just haven't seen him. And who knows what they're gonna look like in the postseason? Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, J.K. Dobbins has been looked really good. Obviously, didn't play this weekend. If, to me, that'd be one of these big, big surprises of the weekend if the Bengals lost this game. I, I think the Bengals are really dangerous. No, they are. They're extremely good. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Okay. Want to wait? Yep. Want to hold it? Okay. We got Rich Ackerman here. We're going to hold Perloff's against the grain, which I think you first emailed about this last night. You've been <laughs> cooking this up in the lab <laughs> for over over 24 hours now. Yeah, I just I just know there are certain families that are going to be so angry at me for this. That I just can't wait. <laughs> this is what a day for us to be on YouTube with a chat function on the day that you're going to tick off multiple fan bases around the NFL. Yeah, just a Monday. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. <laughs> 855-212-4227. As we said, we've launched our YouTube, our live stream. It's lit today. You can go to YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Come hang out with us. And Okay. Coming up again, Perloff's against the grain. Coming up later, we got a full breakdown for you. College football national championship game. We're getting closer and closer. Perloff and I will give you picks, props, the whole deal right after this CBS Sports update with Rich Ackerman.
When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Back on Maggie and Perloff. Please check out our new YouTube page. You could go follow us on Twitter at Maggie and Pearl, and we have the link there. Uh, I get a lot of pretty positive comments on my look. <laughs> pretty positive. Our producer Mike Sampter said that he couldn't tell the difference between my white sweatshirt and my face. It all blended into each other. I don't think so. I think the lighting in here is very flattering. I'm not saying I look tan, but I'm not going to say I look as pale as usual. Um, you look great. I think we both do. Quite frankly, I think we're glowing yeah. from the inside and and also the outside. Yeah, I mean, listen, yesterday was wild football day. I was so interested in crappy football. I can't I can't tell you. <laughs> as it, opposed to normal? Yeah, it, it was a bad day of football. I would argue that it, it almost a terrible day of football as far as quality of play. I mean, this they were going into fifth, sixth, seventh string quarterbacks. Yeah. Games were played so poorly. I loved all of it. And here's the one thing that I kind of came away with that a lot of teams won who did not play like winning teams. Let's go against the grain. Against the grain. Okay, Maggie, here are my top five winning teams who played the worst. This so basically, okay. the, the five least impressive wins of week 18. Uh, you got a lot of candidates here. Yeah, I so love this. I'm going to start at number five. The AFC South winning Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, everyone is celebrating them. That was bad, Maggie. What the <laughs> heck? You're going. You're playing Josh Dobbs, who signed 18 days ago in Tennessee. Yeah. And you basically get outplayed for 54 minutes. <laughs> Your offense has nothing. Your defense saves you with a strip sack. 
I was a little shocked by how close that game was. Yeah, and also it didn't help that Troy Aikman kept telling me <laughs> over and over and over again just how poorly these quarterbacks were playing, especially Trevor Lawrence, who I, yeah, missed some throws. He wasn't awful no, in that game, fine. but he missed some throws, and Aikman made it seem like he, like, how did this guy materialize on the field? I'm like, it's Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to be all right. You know, I've heard some quarterback whisperer types, like our buddy Greg Cosello's tape, yeah. really criticize Trevor Lawrence. Well, he for, throws the ball very differently than everyone else. That's easy it's, to it's see. A, he's, he's got a lot going on with his motion. He he, yeah. he did make a lot of nice short, short passes to keep drives going. The other thing, too, Derrick Henry, I mean, I know you gave it to him 40 times and he ran for over 100 yards. It's not there anymore, Maggie. Well, it, it's The wall has been hit. Okay, my number four least impressive win was the Minnesota Vikings over the Bears. This game was a comedy. It was a straight-up sitcom. It was unbelievably bad. <laughs> what were your favorite moments? <laughs> okay, the best moment was the end of the first half. The Vikings come down into Bears territory, and there's about 23 seconds left. Kirk Cousins, who's a total hot mess the entire day. He didn't have his starting center in. He could not beat the play clock. Everything was a disaster. He didn't know what was going on. There must have been 50 times where he spiked the ball on the ground. Anyway, they basically do the TCU. Everyone runs on the field to kick the field goal. They did a fire drill. They get it off with one second left. The field goal goes in, and they take the lead. So what do they do? They review it at halftime. (laughs) They find out that the clock struck zero, and Minnesota had 12 guys on the field. (laughs) The whole thing was for naught. But then they're actually playing. They're still playing for something because they could get a better seed. They don't know what's going to happen with San Francisco. So all of a sudden, Chicago gets back in the game. Nathan Peterman, my guy, picking them apart easily. (laughs) And Chicago (laughs) is storming back. And Minnesota looks completely lost. They have no idea what they're doing. Dalvin Cook fumbles again, leads the league in fumbles, fumbles lost. They're a total mess. So the Bears know they're playing for the number one pick. All of a sudden, pulled Nathan Peterman. Yeah, I saw that. For Tim Boyle, who throws, I think he had two pass attempts, two interceptions. When you pull Nathan Peterman, that's the (laughs) commitment to losing that I feel like only someone who watched the process for all those years could really understand. Yeah, they're like, oh, Peterman looks too good now. Let's get in Tim Boyle. I didn't know. And they're watching what's happening in Houston with the Colts, and they're just like, oh, my goodness, this game could actually. Houston might win this game, and they turned out they Unbelievable. Did. The Bears, who already have a quarterback, don't really need the number one pick, but now oh, they can trade. this is great for them. They That's can great. trade. Unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah. the Vikings... The Vikings were toe-to-toe with the Bears. If you had asked me which is the team that's in the top five of the draft, I would have said either of them. I mean, the, the Vikings are going into the Giants. This is, I think it's the slowest, it's the lowest spread, isn't it? Three points. It's one of the lowest spreads of the weekend. The Vikings are just out well, of rhythm, out game. of sync. Yeah. They're hosting, but... I, I don't know. I just understand why Vegas hates the Vikings after that game. My number three. There's three more. Least impressive <laughs> win. Philadelphia Eagles. So wasn't great for you guys yesterday. <laughs> I don't understand. They played Jalen Hurts, and after the game, Coach Nick Sirianni's saying that he was in a lot of pain. A lot of pain. That's not what you want to hear about your franchise <laughs> MVP quarterback. Yeah, he was in a lot of pain. There was a play where he had about eight yards in front of him to run. The first down's two yards in front of him. He slides one yard before the first down. Yeah. Why was he out there? He didn't even want to do anything. Well, they were. I think they were telling him. They were clearly telling him, "Don't run." They're cl- that yeah. was very obvious. Yeah. And the Eagles, of course, just go into full panic mode when right tackle Lane Johnson's not on the field. He's been hurt. So the Eagles, 
I was just talking to someone in the hallway. The WIP, the local station, was like a morgue last night. They might as well have lost by 50 by just barely being the Giants. So that's bad. Number two, least impressive win, the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, what is going on here? The game's in Seattle. The Rams are a disaster. The Rams are not playing for anything. How do they go to overtime in a game (laughs) that could and eventually did Get them into the playoffs. How did they get that game that close, Megan? I don't even understand. Because the kicker doinked it. <laughs> but even though they were lucky to get in that position, the Rams had several points where well, the Rams could have taken control of that game. They were the better team. There was only it was only a matter of time until Baker was gonna do the full Baker meltdown, yeah. and that happened in overtime through a duck and got picked off and easy easy pickings. Rams Rams easily could have won that game in regulation. Yes, they could have. Gino threw a couple picks. That was bad. But the Least impressive win, by far. Maybe the least impressive win I've seen all year long. Miami Dolphins beat Mike Sampter's New York Jets 11-6. to First of all, the fact that it went the safety at the end to kill the, the Jets plus three betters yeah. is amazing. Of course, unpredictable. I, I watched a ton of that game because I was really curious for seeding. I mean, it looked like I've seen much, much smoother high school offenses. Definitely. What is going on there? Was that one of the worst games you guys have ever seen? The I biggest, know we all watched it. The biggest indictment on Zach Wilson to date is that Joe Flacco started that game. I mean, that the, <laughs> all the kid needs is like, well, now Robert Sala, the head coach, told him to go read a book or something. This is bad news. But he couldn't have used a couple reps. He couldn't have used something in a, in a game that's meaningless for you. The Dolphins are playing for something. The fact that he was nowhere near that game is, that is an indictment. And, you know, Miami, it's just such a big drop-off between Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar, Skylar Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, you, everyone said, well, give Skylar Thompson a full week of practice. No. And by the way, you can... You <laughs> give can, him a year <laughs> in practice. It's not going to matter. Riff Flacco all you want. He was the superior quarterback on this Sunday. This was they had a him bad. rolling out. Much. I'm like, this what was are you doing? Bad. This was a mess for Miami. I don't know how they pull it all together. I don't care if Tua comes back. I, I think they're done. I think it's time to circle the wagons and get ready for next year. I, I did not like what I saw out of Miami. Wow. Those were you had real five really good candidates there. Yeah. I think the one that people aren't talking about actually is Jacksonville. Now, I, this is not to say I think I'm going to pick Jacksonville this week. I really like Jacksonville. I just thought that they were just maybe they got nervous. It wasn't an impressive win. I was ready to cor- to have a coronation for the Jags for winning yeah. the AFC South. What a turnaround. Doug Peterson. It's all good. They have Trevor Lawrence. Everything's great here. It was just off on Saturday night. Well, you got division rivals. Tennessee's well coached, but ultimately yeah. you knew Dobbs. You know, you didn't know, but you thought he was going to end up making a mistake, and he did. And they end up winning. I-, I wasn't so concerned about the style points there, but I think about Jacksonville, and now they're going to be playing the Chargers. What? Why? What in the hell was Brandon Staley doing yesterday? And I know you could say, well, hey, the Lions played their players, and you know, um, had other teams that weren't playing for anything who played some of their players. But why, when you have somebody who's battled injury, the way that Mike Williams has, yeah. and I'd say Keenan and, Allen for that matter, why are they uh, out on the field? Forget that. Their most important player, Joey Bosa, and Bosa the same. Yeah. And then I thought Herbert would play a quarter. Maybe seeing him into the third quarter, you're still trailing by double figures. What were you trying to accomplish? I'm like, does he have some incentive in his contract that they he gets like a hundred thousand dollars if they win this game or something? I have no idea. 
Uh, actually, if you go back to that Jacksonville game, one thing, Trevor Lawrence dropped back. He had about nine seconds back there. Yeah. They could, his offensive line is playing really well, which makes me nervous. You need a healthy Joey Bosa because if Jacksonville gets that kind of time against the Chargers, they're going to light him up. I, I think this is a great matchup for Jacksonville, especially if Mike Williams. How can Mike Williams, he's got a back injury? Did you see him getting off the cart? He looked, it looked so painful. Yeah, how is he going to be ready to go? And I, honestly, I'm not the world's biggest Mike Williams fan anyway. Have you ever seen him separate more than two inches from a quarterback? No, but I've seen him make some incredible catches. On the sidelines, he's amazing. That's it's amazing because that's the only kind of catch he's never open. He's never open. Well, he's, he's also battling a hundred injuries. He's the easiest guy to cover I, because he's so slow. He's a tight end, basically. I'm worried <laughs> about the Chargers, I, and I'm worried about Brandon Staley. I think that was a big mistake. I think it opens up that job again, possibly if they lose to Jacksonville. Well, everyone in the organization, though, don't you think they were on the same page about this? No, I mean. Don't you have to say, like, or if I'm the owner of that team, I'll just put myself in those shoes, or I'm the general manager. I'm a little interested. I would like the coach to tell me, hey, who are we playing? You know, if this game ends up meaning nothing, which it did because the Patriots lost and because the Dolphins won, and, yeah, that was basically the reason why, right? There was nothing that could have changed. Yeah, the Ravens win. And Cincinnati the, the won. The Ravens loss was the only thing that Right, right. I'm the sorry. And, the, and Cincinnati beating the Ravens was the big one. Yeah. Once that happens, I'm like, all right, Trevor, okay, you're all warmed up. Go out there. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't have played him a snap. Because to me, like, I would have done what Brian Dayball did with the Giants. You play nobody, nobody who's even has a whiff of a possibility that they could yeah. get hurt. I mean, slightly different situation. Why? Well, because the Chargers entered the day still with something to play for. The Giants knew they were done. I know, but by the time they kicked off at 425 Eastern, you knew you were in the fifth spot. Yeah, I, I think that once, you know, Justin Herbert got all warmed up, went through all his exercises. Cheers! He was already sweating. He's like, I'm going to have to get in the shower anyway. <laughs> so I, I might as well, well come play out here and play three football. quarters. Yeah, sure. I might as well just put better. myself in harm's way. I'm just the yeah. franchise. They, they definitely dodged a bullet that Justin Herbert didn't get nicked up at all. I mean, Mike Williams gets hurt getting on and off the bus. That guy gets hurt all the time. The fact that Keenan Allen was out there in the second half was pretty amazing. Still, like, doing, like, celebrations as he's, like, catching passes and stuff. I mean, does anyone remember when Justin Herbert, I don't know, maybe cracked, like, three ribs against the Kansas City Chiefs earlier this year? You don't think a <laughs> that guy— That was this year? Yeah. You don't think like that guy— Years ago. Would Mike might use a day? Hey, uh, uh, take a day. What about the whole idea of, like, hey— let them play so that by next week they're just like all revved up and ready to go as opposed to like having that bye where, you know, maybe you're a little rusty to start the game. Yeah. We did, did you, that did debate you see, last Did you week. see the final score? <laughs> <laughs> they lost. They lost 31-28. It doesn't matter. Well, you got into this last week. I I am a little bit for letting players play. A little bit. I'm glad as bad as Jalen Hurts was for the Eagles, I'm very grateful that he got out there on Sunday. He's, because. Now Nick Sirianni said, wait, let's hear from Nick Sirianni. Yeah. Okay, Perloff is happy about this. We didn't feel like there was more risk, but, you know, I know he was hurting. He was hurting bad, and uh, but that's the kind of uh, competitor that he is. That's the kind of the uh, person that he is and the kind of teammate and leader that he is, um, that he was able to go out there and stick and, and tough through it. Yeah. No, it's good because you do not want him six weeks off coming onto the field against the divisional round against the Cowboys or the Giants. That's yeah. the last thing you want. You want to get that out of your system. Yeah. I, I also love this as a medical diagnosis when it comes from head coaches and stuff. And I know that I'm sure they're getting this from doctors, but it makes no sense to me. Well, I know he couldn't hurt it anymore. It's like, well, I mean, he could. Because one of the Giants defensive linemen could land on him 
And you can't Mm. tell me that the shoulder is all of a sudden going to be sunshine and rainbows if somebody lands on him. I don't even know what this injury is. It's a shoulder injury. Oh, come on. Does that mean... (laughs) Obviously, it's not the what labor. What do you want? It's not the thing that you have surgery on. It's just a deep bruise. So suck it up and get out there. I don't even know why he wasn't <laughs> yeah, out there he, last week. He looked awesome. Yeah, <laughs> He so, actually looked totally fine, except that he absolutely refused to run. Well, and now he is feeling like sore. Okay, so you have a week off. So good, no, that good was, luck. That was good. I mean, imagine if he'd come out there at that level of sharpness in the divisional round. That'd be over fast. I think this was, this was a good idea. I mean, I agree with Chirati. It doesn't. It's a bruise. I mean, it's not going to hurt it worse. But okay, you can't hurt it worse. Yet you're stepping on a football field, which, as we know and have been reminded of many times, is inherently dangerous just by stepping on the field. Right, but you can't not play football for six weeks and expect to be the same player when you come out in this in the seventh week. Honestly, you need those reps. You need to be out there. Let's see what happens to Lamar Jackson. Is there any way that he comes out like a house on fire next week if he plays? You know, I have no idea. And the only reason why I say no idea is because he's someone who's just so reliant on his legs that maybe he can win you a game like just with that. Because we already know that the passing attack for the Ravens, I mean, that's that's laughable. That's secondary. Yeah, I mean, this is a divisional game. I would think the Bengals, you know, you really tighten up in the playoffs. One of the reasons running quarterbacks are so effective during the season is you can't change it, the total process of your defense to play a running quarterback. In the playoffs, you can. I think they're going to be all over him. If he plays, I mean, he's got a knee injury. It's not a shoulder bruise. It's a knee injury. And this is a mobile quarterback. It's going to be tough. I know. And he's, what, $250 million riding on this? That's all. I Yeah, which way? 250 So does that mean he wants to sit out, or does he want to prove his worth and then get a bigger contract? Where's he going? Well, I don't know. All I know is if I wasn't 100%, right, would you think about it? About uh, not from playing? His side, Just his... from his side of things? Yeah, but I feel like his value is not near its peak right now. I mean, he has, I'm looking at his stats. He has 17 touchdowns and seven picks on the year. His stats have gone way down. This it's okay. Season. We already know that Samter's Jets have already decided they're going to back up the Brinks <laughs> truck for him. I love how the Jets, this is like the report is like, they're just waiting. They're waiting in case anything happens. Here comes Lamar. It's like, who on earth thinks that's going to go well? Hold on. Are you ready to give up on Zach Wilson already? Come on. <laughs> I know. How dare I? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. When his coach told him, go read a book or something, do you think he gave him any recommendation? <laughs> Self-help book. How about football for dummies? Maybe that. Um, all right. We've got a college football national championship to decide tonight. Perloff and I will get into that next. We'll tell you how TCU can pull off an upset. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles. And Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.